everybody, this is Harriet Kamek, the host of Down to Earth, the show in which we talk about the issues that matter. And today I want to talk with you about something very down to earth. I want to talk with you about don't plant your dreams among thorns. That's right. Don't plant your dreams among thorns. And it's taken from the scriptures as usual, where Jesus was ministering to the people and how Jesus used a story. We call it a story today, but in those that day and time, in that time, they refer to it as a parable. A parable was Jesus' method of storytelling. So he would be teaching the people, just like I am with you right now, explaining constructs and ideas about how the kingdom of God works and how we should live. And if you live this way, how empowered you would be. But he would use a story to tell a story. So that's what we're going to explore today. Don't plant your dreams among thorns. I'm going to show it to you. And to show you how when you have something to do and when you get an instruction and when you should do it, what you should do. But first, I want to tell you a little bit about a dream that we had here at the Exodus Foundation to provide human trafficking victims with relief services and therapy services, including shelter. And we executed that by the grace of God. We executed that. And right behind me, you can see the building that we used to house and the facility that we use to help human trafficking victims. So I need your help. We're raising funds to help get the shelter renovated, to put stuff back in place and so on. And we're getting an outpouring of support from some members of the community. It's been really, really tremendous, but I need your help. So I'd like you to go to the exodusfoundation.com and from there you'll be able to make a donation. So in today's world we live, it's digital, everything is quick and it's easier. Go to the exodusfoundation.com and help us to make that donation. Amen? Amen. I thank you in advance for that. As well as you can find my books on the web. You can find my books at barnesandnoble.com as well as amazon.com. And any donation, any book that you buy helps us to get the work done. Amen? Amen. So I want to talk with you just a little bit today about don't plant your dreams among thorns. So many times we hear a word or we have a dream, we have something we want to do, or we get an instruction, you have an idea, or someone else uses you to tell an idea to. And what do we do with it? Do we just take it and throw it by the wayside? Do we just discard it like it never happened? Some of us are filled with dreams. We have written dreams everywhere. But what do you do with it? That's the key. They often say that the graveyard is the richest place on earth. Why? Because many people have gone to their graves with dreams that were never fulfilled. Sometimes we don't act on it. We tell ourselves all kinds of reasons why, all kinds of excuses. It's too big. It's too powerful. I don't have any money. I'm not famous. I'm not this. I'm not rich. I'm not. I'm not. Stop telling yourself that. How about starting right where you are? Here's the key. If the dream came to you, that means you have the tools within you to do it. So today I'm going to expose one of those tools and show you how not to plant your dreams among thorns. Years and years ago, I did a sermon on the tools in your toolbox. I actually wrote a blog about it. At some point, I'm going to resurrect it and bring it back to you. And it explains in detail and helps you to understand who you are, where you're going, and where you're coming from. So as usual, this story is taken from the scriptures, right? So we have the Bible right here, and uh, it's Luke chapter 8. So I'm going to read to you from the book of Luke, 
Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the Synoptic Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. So this is Luke chapter 8, and Jesus is teaching. So if you were to pull your Bible up, you would see the words of Christ are written in red. That means Jesus was teaching. So Jesus is teaching the people using a story so they can relate. You've got to understand that day and time in which the Bible was written, the society was agrarian. They were largely farmers. So it was easier to tell stories that are relatable in terms of agriculture because then people could say, oh, I get it. I get what you're talking about. So when you hear some of these stories, people are like, oh, I can't relate to it today. That's because it's not relatable. But it's up to people like me who are Bible teachers to make it so that you can find yourself, <clears throat> excuse me, written in it. So we're going to read <clears throat> from Luke chapter 8. And we're going to start at verse 4. And it says, the parable of the sower. And it says, and when a great multitude had gathered, Jesus had gathered folks together. At that time, he's the first evangelist, right? He was the first traveling preacher. So he traveled from city to city, town to town, telling the people about the gospel, telling people how to live. That's why it's called the gospel of Jesus Christ, the teachings of Christ. And when a great multitude had gathered and they had come to him from every city, he spoke by a parable. And he said this, the Bible says in verse number five of Luke chapter eight, it says, a sower went out to sow his seed. And as he sowed, some fell by the wayside and it was trampled down. You got to be careful when you start talking and pouring out of yourself to people. Some people just take it and trample on it. You know, my grandmother used to tell me when I was growing up, she would say, don't cast your pearls before swine. You got to be careful how you distribute yourself. And the Bible says here, and in verse number six of Luke chapter eight, it says, some fell on rock. And as soon as it sprang up, it withered away because it lacked moisture. And in verse seven it says, and some fell among thorns and the thorns sprang up with it and choked it. But others fell on good ground. And when he yielded a crop a hundredfold, and when he had said these things, he said to the people, he who has ears to hear, let him hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, let us be hearers of the word and doers also. Let me decrease so that you might increase and let the words of our mouths and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. You got to be real careful how you distribute yourself. You got to be real careful who you share with. As humans, especially us women, we have a tendency to overshare. We like to tell everybody, even in your relationship, in your marriage, you always want a friend. You always want to tell someone what's going on in your marriage. And then you share and share so much that after a while you found out that your husband is also sharing himself with your best friend with your sister, your cousin, your niece, somebody else, a girlfriend somewhere. Because we share too much. You gotta be careful who you are sharing to. The Bible didn't say here that the sower did not, not sow his seed. He sowed his seed, but where did he sow his seed? What is your seed in today's world? So we're not in an agrarian society anymore. We're not farmers largely. So what is our seed today? You know what your seed is? You, your gifts 
your intellect, your intelligence, your talent? What is that thing that you do that makes you you? You know, some of you, I see you all on social media all the time. You're on Facebook giving your gifts away. You can plan events. You know how to organize. That's logistics. You're giving away your gifts and no one appreciates it and you feel beaten down and you feel as if, oh my God, this is not working for me. You, who are you giving yourself to? If you're in a relationship, you could be in a relationship with someone and you find that you're not satisfied and you're the one who is always giving. You know, they like to talk about the give and the take. Here's the thing with marriage, it's always giving. So the person you're married to, that's why you have to be careful whom you marry. You got that right. Because whom you're married to, you're always giving. Now, here's the thing. If they're also giving, then it works. Because you're both giving. You're giving to him. He's giving back to you. So it works. But when it comes down to you're the only one giving, that's what the Bible is saying right here. Don't plant your dreams among thorns. You got to be careful because what the thorns do, the thorns grow up and choke it right out. You got to be careful who you share yourself with. You have a dream that you one day you want to run as a politician. You want to run for the city council in your in your city or your town. You want to run for office, for public office. You go and broadcast that and tell that to everybody. Next thing, all of a sudden, everybody starts telling you what to do, how to do, and what not to do. You know what just happened to you? And then you sit down in a corner and you say, I can't do this anymore. And you start running to and fro and you want to give up. You know what happened to you? You shared your dream with the wrong person. You distributed among thorns. And now the thorns have come up and choked it out. In this story, we discovered four types of ground. What were the four types? Well, there was the good ground. But look what you had to go through to get to the good ground. There was the ground that he threw it amongst the rocks. What happened? It just, the wind just came and blew it away. How many times can we relate where we have given of ourselves and it looks like the very wind come and take your word? Isn't that true? Hasn't that, that happened to you? You're sitting there nodding your head like Harriet. That is so true. If you ever feel like that, do me a favor. Give me a call. 800-999-1002. Just reach out to me and let me pray with you and encourage you and help you. Just like we're helping these women at the Exodus Foundation. This is what we do. We re-image people. We take them in and re-image them according to what the Bible says. So they don't feel like they're distributing of themselves and getting nothing back in return. The Bible says right here, there are four types of ground. Listen to this. It says in verse number five, did we just read it in Luke chapter eight? It says a sower went out to sow his seed. And as he sowed, some fell by the wayside. The first one was the wayside. How did it fall? It just fell and it was trampled down and the birds of the air devoured it. Have you ever felt trampled down? You give off yourself. You're working for a company and you're giving. You give up your kids' school time. You give up all the recitals. You give up all the stuff that you're supposed to be at dinner, but you're always late calling your family, I'm on my way. How many fees have you had to pay to Latchkey because you're always late leaving work? Because they don't care about you, so they never have somebody to relieve you. So you're always there giving of yourself. You know what you've done? You need to evaluate yourself. You need to sit back and say, what am I getting out of this pot that I'm putting into? All of us need to be accountable to ourselves first. 
We need to ask ourselves, what am I doing with the 10 talents that God gave me? Last week, we talked about the 10 talents, the 10 virgins. They all got something to do. What are you doing with what you have been given? So some of you say, well, I don't know where this came from, but I find that I can sing. What are you doing about it? Go to the church. Go start singing on the choir. Make yourself known to the people at the church and start singing right there. Form a little group and start singing. You have a SoundCloud is free. Hey, somebody, put it out there on SoundCloud. Use your social media and gain some traction. What do you do with what you've been given? Years ago, when I first started, I didn't have money. I was raising two children at the same time. So there I was, I was conflicted, yeah? I had this dream that I should be on radio and television. I knew I should do it, but I didn't have the money to do it. And I wasn't rich. I didn't have anybody to give me a check or write me a check or a mother or a father. But you know what happened? Hey, say yes, I had social media. So I used to say, you know what I used to say for years? I used to say, God, I bless the name of the Lord because God created the internet. For years I used to say, and God created the internet. Why? Because I used social media as a tool of delivery to deliver what I knew was inside of me. My seed, my word, my intellect, my spirit, all the experiences that compiled together that created you. I put it all together and package it. Call it Harriet Kamek Ministries. Call it Harriet Kamek Media. Call it the Exodus Foundation and put it out there and start it right where I had access. What are you doing with what you have? Are you going to let your seed fall by the wayside like the sower here? Or are you going to let it fall on a rock? And as soon as it springs up, the Bible says that it gets withered. The rock is a hard place. So many of you are pouring into situations that are not giving you back a return on it. So many of you are going to a job that you literally feel like you're pounding a rock. My grandmother used to have a saying. I talk about her because it's true. My grandmother used to say this all the time. Sometimes you are doing what? Beating blood out of a stone. You're trying to get blood out of a stone. That's what it feels like for many of you. You feel like you're just going to work. And you say, but Harriet, I don't know what I'm doing. You say, but Harriet, what do I do? We're getting to what you do. Do not plant your dreams among thorns. Don't do that. You're there you are beating the rock, trying to make it do something. Like you put more effort and the more effort you put in, it's almost like it's resisting you because it's not the right place for you to be. Sometimes I have to admire how Jesus gave his stories because I can relate. We all can because you see yourself right here. And if this is you right here, pick up the phone and call me 800-999-1002. If this is you, if this is how you feel, or feel free to drop me a line. My information is running right on the screen right there. Drop a line to us, Harry Campbell Ministries, uh, suite number 346, Royal Oak, Michigan. Come on, 29488 Woodward. Come on, write a letter and let us know. Get in touch with us. Info at the Harriet Kamek, info at HarrietKamek.com. Write to us. Send us an email if that works quicker. But let us know where you are so we can help you get out of this stuff where you're dropping your seed by the wayside, where you're dropping your seed on a rock. It lacked moisture. You need to what? Feed the seed. You need to pour something into the seed for it to grow. What are you doing with your dream? If you don't feed it, if you're not actively thinking about it, if you're not staying up all night, let me ask you this. 
I just put it in, in terms of something you can relate to. You go to work every day, right? Mm-hmm. You show up on time, don't you? Mm-hmm. It's not just because they're not going to pay you. You also show up because you're what? Say it. Committed to it. So you go to work every day. You show up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You work it, don't you? You are diligent. You're hardworking. You find solutions to the problems, don't you? You're tenacious. Let me ask you this. If you put all of those, those are all gifts that you have. Did you know that? The ability to execute, the ability to think through a situation, that's not the company. That's not the job that taught you that. That's you. Do you know that managers, the reason they have managers and supervisors in companies is guess why? Because managers and supervisors do the job of thinking. They don't do the job of the heavy lifting. The heavy lifting is left up to people whom they just pay $5 an hour to just do the heavy lifting. You are in the position you're in because you think. Let me ask you this. What if you were to sit there and think your way through it? What would happen? Years and years ago, one day the Lord grabbed me and had me. He constrained me. There I was working for companies. I was a home healthcare consultant right here in Southeast Michigan, setting up people's companies. Yeah, think, helping them think, thinking on my feet when someone didn't show up to execute a job or execute a task. I had a Rolodex of people, of other healthcare professionals whom I could call. And the Lord said, wait, what, did, what happened to Harry Kemmerich Media? What happened to Harry Kemmerich Ministries? What happened to the Exodus Foundation? Why aren't you thinking like that? Like a light bulb went on. And I realized, there I am complaining that I don't have the tools and I don't. And the Lord said, but I've given it to you. Think. Your greatest gift is your ability to think. As long as you're thinking, you can find a solution to the problem. So while you are laid up at night thinking logistics, thinking how you're going to get their job done, think for yourself, how you're going to get your dream to market, how you're going to put yourself in front of the audience you need to put in. So many times we make all these kinds of things and say, well, if only I get in front of Bill Gates, if only whatever Bill Gates is a type and shadow of for you, or if only I can get in front of Elon Musk, or if only I can get in front of so-and-so, if I get in front of the chief executive officer, you don't need that. You need to think first then you will know who you need to get in front of. And then you need to pray, to pray that the person you think about, the thing you think about, you get it in touch with the right person in the right place at the right time. You need that dichotomy, that trifecta, right person, right place, right time. Say, right person, right place, right time. But first, you got to think it through. You have to know where you're going to drop it. The third place is it fell among thorns. And the thorn sprang up and choked it. So you're sitting at work and you have this idea. And you have this dream that I want to be a singer, an actor. I want to go back to school and get my master's, get my doctoral degree because I want to counsel people. I want to uh, be able to work in IT. I could go farther in IT, whatever your job is. But you're sitting there and you told someone at work. You told a friend, you could even, it could even be your partner. You told someone, but instead of it falling where it's supposed to be, it fell on thorns. And now the thorns have sprung up and somebody discourages you. 
This is why you have to be real careful who you tell your dreams to, don't you? You have to be real careful. Let me tell you a story that happened to me. Many years ago, I lived in Central Florida when I first came to Florida. And I lived with a family. And I told the woman whom I had developed a bond with, I thought. So I told her that I had this dream that I would be on television and radio and that I would be an author and my name would be on the back of books. She laughed at me. She said, how are you going to do that? She said, nobody's going to listen to you. How are you going to get that done? You know what happened? I learned a valuable lesson. Don't share your dreams. Don't plant your dreams among thorns. That was a thorn. That was a desert. That was a thorn. All that happened was that what? It got choked. So the word that was in me got choked. It took me several years. You know what happened? That was such a bad ground to sow it in. I never published my books until I came to Detroit. I spent eight years in Florida trying every which way to publish my first book visions and couldn't get it done. I came to Detroit and went back to the same company and they said yes. What was the difference? I was now on good ground. So the final place that you need to sow your seed in is where? Good ground. Now what is good ground? Good ground is where you prosper. Now everything might not be hunky-dory according to what you think it is. But if you're in a covenant relationship with God and you are praying to God, God is going to show you the place where it is. Because trust me, your dream is attached to a geographic location. Yes, I had to be in America, but I had to be in a specific place in America. It's called Detroit, Michigan. Now, when you look at it, it isn't all that, is it? Nope. Detroit has crime. It has this. It has all kinds of stuff going on. But you know what happened? The best parts of my life came to pass right here in Detroit. Because what? This is good ground. You got to find your good ground because you absolutely cannot do what? You cannot plant your dreams among thorns. If if you remember nothing else I say today, remember that. And I want you to call me at 800-999-1002. Let us help you to find your good ground. Let us help you to get where you want to be. And send us a donation. This is a good ground for you to sow in. Harriet Kemet Ministries is undeniably good ground for you to plant in. Why? It's proven. Over the years, we have done stuff. Look behind me at my lampposts. We have gone from glory to glory. We have expounded on the Word of God. We have put the Word of God to use. And we have started our own shelter to help others, to bring others so they can be re-imaged in an image like themselves. In in an image of how God first created you. The Bible says that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. It's not just the physical parts of us that are fearfully and wonderfully made, my friends. It's also our intellect. It's our mind. It's our will. It's our spirit. And it's our emotions. We need to get in line. And my friends, I'm going to pray with you in these last few seconds that you will find that good ground where God has appointed for you to be. Believe me, there is a place that God has set apart for you to go to. And the only way you're going to get your dream, how you're going to get to your good ground, it's going to require prayer and sacrifice. So why don't you go to the phone and call me so that I can pray with you. Call me, email me, info at Harriet Cameron. 
www.thebrightsidesoftheword.com. Send us an email so we can get on the phone, write to us. Our information is running on the screen so you can write to us so we can get to you and get you to this good ground. Amen. Amen. And let me just pray with you. If you're searching and you don't know Jesus, just invite him into your life. Just say, Lord Jesus, come into my life. Cleanse me from every sin and help me to find my salvation in you. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to pray with you about your dreams so you don't plant it among thorns. I am a believer that it can happen because I experienced it and it worked for me. Father, in Jesus' name, I lift up my brother and my sister that they will find their good ground and they will plant their seed in good ground that it will bring them a harvest in the mighty name of Jesus. My name is Harriet Kemmer. Give me a call, 800-999-1002. Be blessed, everybody.